0: Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Engel, here with my beautiful wife Jolene. And for another episode, uh, actually we're doing a videocast and a podcast in the same thing here. So, uh, what's our first question?
0: Well, this is the the Marriage Mentor um, videocast and podcast, I guess, right? Sounds good to me. Okay. So, our first question um, is, I am, Dear Jolene, I'm a Christian married to an unbeliever. Do I get defiled every time we have sex? Wow. So, If you don't know what the word defile means, maybe you're a new um, Christian and it's an unusual word. It's certainly not a word that um, we go around in our culture today talking about. So here's the simple definition. It means sully, mar, soil, dirty. Okay. So um, the short answer to that question is no, you are not defiled every time you have sex with an unbelieving husband. And here's why. This is what the Bible has to say. It's Hebrews 13.4. Marriage is to be held in honor among all, and the marriage bed is to be undefiled. For fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. So obviously, there's some conditions in there that God is placing in the marriage bed. But just having sex with an unbeliever does not mean that um, you're defiled.
1: Okay, and I'll and I know the answer, but I'll ask you why? Why is it not defiled? Because one's a believer, one's not a believer. Why is it not defiled?
0: Because they're one flesh. They are. God sees them as one,
1: and the Bible and the Bible talks about being married to an unbeliever right. and not leaving and staying if they will stay married to you. They'll so, stay so obviously, yeah. if God says stay, then He's saying that uh, the marriage bed is okay.
0: Right. Absolutely. There's no, um, you're not messing up your marriage by being married to an unbeliever, but there are some um, definite don'ts when it comes to the marriage bed, and I thought. You know, we should probably discuss those because I know any time I answer questions on sex, I get, I don't know, sometimes I think people think that I'm some sex blogger or something. And and the floodgates
1: open (laughs) up with all these emails and letters and such. They do. So so then here's the, well, I know it's not a disclaimer, but I was going to say, based on this podcast, this videocast, do not write us. Okay? (laughs) That's as simple as we can make it because... Uh, In
0: regards to sex.
1: Well, in regards, I mean. Because we're going
0: to kind of cover all these big issues. We get
1: a lot of sex questions to begin with, but we get a lot of weird stuff when we start talking about that, and I don't know why that is, because sex is not weird, it's God-ordained in marriage, so I I don't know, but, uh, so if you're weird, don't contact us. (laughs) If you're not weird, you can contact us all day long, that's fine.
0: Well, in the words of my teenage sons and my husband, the favorite key on my computer is what? delete delete i delete a lot of emails because they they come in real trashy and um yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure why. Obviously, the ministry that we have here that God has put in our heart is to Christian marriages. And I get the fact that you might be um, new in Christ. You have no idea what's acceptable or unacceptable in the marriage bed. That's why I kind of felt like, hey, let's just give a blanket overview so we could you know, address all those do's and don'ts.
1: Okay, so if the marriage bed is undefiled, Mm-hmm there is a way we can defile it right absolutely
0: there are ways there are definite ways um, according to scripture that it could be undefiled And one simple way which i was really shocked to come across this um some stuff that i've read recently that's come through my computer but um, obviously having another person other than your spouse in the marriage bed is a no that's a no-no don't bring in a third person it doesn't matter (laughs) It does not matter what your husband says about, well, you're not being a submissive wife if I can't bring in well, another we,
1: person. And we've gotten letters, to, gotten letters to that as well. And you, you mentioned the husband because normally we don't get the wives he saying. gets freaky. Yeah, we, we don't get the wives wanting to have another person in the marriage bed. It's always the man. Uh, you know, I, I guess. This
0: kind of goes off half cocked. I mean, there's. There's some perversions there. And he tries to justify his sin by saying, oh, well, you need to respect me. You need to submit to me. And I'm thinking, you need to shut up and go read your Bible because I won't be doing any of that. To
1: right. You. Because here's the problem. A lot of times, Christian wives, they say, well, my husband wants me to do this or that, and I need to submit. You submit to them, to him or your husband as unto the Lord. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you use the Bible as your filter, as your guideline. Everything you do, everything you do in response to your husband has to be funneled through what the Bible says.
0: Right, because again, the saying that I say almost on every podcast episode is you're God's gal first and your husband's second. So you take your marching orders and your authority is from the Word of God and you live that way. And as a result in pleasing God, your husband should be pleased unless he goes off. With his perversions and tries to get you to sin.
1: Okay, so let's talk about. You said not bringing someone else. Obviously, you don't bring a physical person into your bed, your bed, your marriage bed. Okay, but that also has to do with a digital person, right, right? Right. or a virtual person, which has to do with pornography. Pornography. A lot of times, couples think, "Well, let's watch some of that and and let's get all revved up." And it's just like, no, because. You're putting an image of someone else in your mind, right? Okay, and and the men.
0: Well, men generally are drawn to that, and I'm not here to say that there haven't been women that haven't gone down the porn path because they have, but generally women move to the emotional side, to the the erotica side.
1: Men are visual, right? And frankly. Any guy, I don't care who you are, you know, you might dispute this, but I don't care. Don't send me an email. (laughs) Yeah. Any guy wants to see a gal naked. That's how God made us. Okay. We like naked women. Okay. And if there's a bunch of them, you know, it's, I mean, it's so easy just to look at all these naked women and we're to reserve that spot for our wife. That would be me. Okay. That's right.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So no real person in the marriage bed. No screen, computer, no, porn, no digital person, or digital
1: or virtual or pictures right. or any of that sort of thing.
0: And for the woman, no erotica, because she gets swept off her feet, and that those novels that she's reading, she might be saying, "Well, but I'm picturing my husband um, in that situation."
1: You know what? You want to picture your husband? <laughs> then just <If> I- be <laughs> with your husband, and then you can picture it. <laughs> Okay. Right. Take a mental picture there, and <laughs> live you out
0: your love story together instead of on the on the pages. Because what happens for a woman is, oh well, that author is so gifted in how they wrote out that love scene, and let's try and reenact it. But the reality is, you're a real human being. I am just like just like I'm a real wife. That I'm not going to look like those women on the screen. So, no third person, no digital person. No erotica novel. What else?
1: What else? What does the Bible say?
0: Okay. No force. Here's a, here's letters that I get. Um, is it biblically okay for my husband to rape me? No, no. He can't. He can't rape you. That's not okay because that's force. There should be a mutual submission there.
1: Of course. And if you're having I know a, you
0: say of course, well, but I get these letters. Okay.
1: But here's the deal. If you're having a relationship with someone. Okay, if you have a relationship, then you aren't forcing yourself upon them.
0: Oh, but you know, she's withholding sex from me. That's what he says.
1: Okay, so what's he going to do? He's going to pin her down and force her?
0: Yeah, because every wife's going to want to go back into that situation. Now,
1: based on your relationship, I don't know if there's ever a time that I could force you. No. Why is that?
0: Because I wouldn't put up with it. Okay, but outside of that... Well, you wouldn't do that to me for one, because you know that it would break our our fellowship. Of
1: course, but the other side of it is is that I don't know. There's a time you would ever say no to me, even if you didn't feel
0: <laughs> no. like it. No,
1: I mean, you know, if you're sick or something, okay. But, but you're I, not
0: going to act like that either. No,
1: I'm not going to act like that. But but there's a breakdown in the relationship, right. so there's right. more than just the force. I mean, if
0: there's an ongoing with withholding of sex, there's more issues there than just. He wants sex. There's huge issues in the marriage if she's just like, I'm not interested. And that's when you go talk to a pastor or other married couples to help you get unstuck because a wife doesn't withhold sex for no good reason. There's a lot of reasons, but that's not in okay. today's. Uh, All right. Episode. So,
1: no other person, no digital, no pictures, none of that.
0: No erotica. No erotica. No forcing. No forcing. Um, oh, well, here's something. Here, Here's some other areas. Um, you have anal sex. Now, anal sex, there's nothing in the Bible that says do not have anal sex. There is. Well, it's not spelled out like that in the verse. There's no verse. There's no verse in such and such that says no anal sex. It will say no sodomites. Yeah, It's okay. implying.
1: Okay, so sodomite is... Is referring to someone who commits sodomy right okay and someone who commits sodomy is someone who has anal sex right it doesn't it's not it, you could make the argument well that's referencing homosexuality but it's not there sodomite does not reference homosexuality it references sodomy right I mean,
0: because right next to that word is homosexual you have sodomite Sodomy and homosexual. Because
1: God defines it outside right. of that.
0: And I know that there are couples that the both husband and wife will say, it's the best sex ever. Don't email me. Okay? I don't care. <laughs> the delete button will be right there. Because I don't see the the Bible supporting that viewpoint. And it's also very unhealthy.
1: Look, it, it's, it's going in the outdoor.
0: Right. It's a very unhealthy... Uh, practice so God is a pretty smart God I don't think he's gonna say yeah go harm yourself
1: well and here's the deal. you know he's
0: not gonna do that
1: here's the deal uh, anytime that God says don't he's really saying don't hurt yourself right this is for your good it's not uh, it's not necessarily for God's good it's for our good because he loves us but, that's yeah, why I set up those those guidelines
0: okay so here's the one last one where um, I'm going to make a biblical case for oral sex, but there is a clause to it.
1: Okay, okay? I got a couple others I'm going to bring up too. Okay, go, great. Not yourself
0: out. Um, th- here in Song of Solomon two three, okay, we have some scholars, some people, Bible scholars that will say um, the Bible references oral sex, but the Bible does not use the word oral sex. Right. Okay, right. so Song of Solomon 2.3, Like an apple tree among the trees of the woods, so is my beloved among the suns. I sat down in his shade with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. Implying oral sex there. And um, also again, Song of Solomon 4.16, Awake, O north wind, and come, O south. Blow up my, my garden, that's, that its spices may flow out. Let my beloved come to his garden and eat its pleasant fruits. Okay, So again, I see a case for oral sex here. Here's when there's no case for it is when the other spouse says, I'm not interested.
1: Right. Well, and here's something else God was explicit about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Okay. When God is silent, then you have to work out your own salvation with the Lord. I mean, the Bible talks about working out our own salvation with fear and trembling. So that would be one of those areas that. You need to be okay with your partner with that. Mm-hmm. Your partner needs to be okay with that, and you need to be okay with the Lord. If you feel convicted, no, I, that's not right, and that's your conviction. That's great, but the Bible doesn't make a case against that.
0: Right, right. So if you have one spouse that's like, "Yay, I'm all oral sex," and the other one's like, "No," then you always consider, you know, their their interests, their needs. And there's plenty of other things that you could do in the marriage bed to have the type of intimacy that was cre- that God created for us.
1: Okay. Let me bring up a couple more. Okay. What about toys? Sex toys?
0: Uh, there's nothing in the Bible that says yay or nay on that. It's silent. Um, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's a gray area, it might be a, a personal preference thing. Okay. I'd rather be more connected to you than a toy.
1: Right. And that's a great point because what's the point of sex in the first place? Why did God design it? Right. Okay. Now, obviously, for pleasure, but that's that's only part of it. The other part, obviously, is for procreation and for being connected, becoming one flesh, being connected.
0: I don't think you're in sin if you have toys,
1: personally. Uh, Okay. And obviously, once again, you'd have to be in agreement with right. your your partner. But if
0: you know, he brings in a toy and you're like, I'm not into toys, <laughs> then again, you're just like, get the toy out of the bed.
1: If I did that, you would say, <laughs> I'm not into toys, I'm just into you.
0: <laughs> right. right, but those are things that you work out as a couple.
1: Okay, how about dress up, role playing? You didn't I, know I was going to bring that up. I did not you? know,
0: but that doesn't matter. We, we, we do our stuff in front of the camera or off camera, on video, on audio. I don't do dress up because I want my husband to be connected to me, not a French maid. I would. Does that make sense?
1: Right now, I, I don't w- think
0: it's wrong. Okay, so
1: here's here's. But, <laughs> but
0: if the fantasy goes off to someone where it's not me, does that make sense? Well,
1: and here's here's the thing. Obviously, there's negligee. You you want to be attractive to right. your partner. Right, okay. So that makes sense. I want to look the best. And I, think that
0: the, I think that lingerie brings an element of femininity and it um, brings out the sexuality of a, a wife. So I say yes to lingerie because, you know, when a woman puts on lingerie, she's not thinking about being a mom.
1: Well, so here's, here's the line. Uh, Presenting yourself uh, to be attractive, uh, whatever that is, okay, is fine. Okay, but when you go further and you're going to say, well, I'm going to pretend to be someone else. So you and don't I want me to
0: wear a blonde wig. <laughs> I,
1: if I felt, if, if I thought blonde on you is attractive, that's fine. But it would, in my mind, still be you. But if right. I'm going to go in my mind to making you someone else right. or you right. make me someone else, you make me Fabio. Okay. You know,
0: I'm like, who? Okay. yeah. You remember Fabio? Yeah. yeah, yeah I remember. Okay. Anyway.
1: You know, then then you're going down the wrong path and that's that's using images of right. someone else. You in want the, the
0: emotional, sense. physical and spiritual intimacy between you husband and wife, not husband and wife and this like third party Hollywood actor that you hope he dresses up as or, or bombshell that right. you hope I dress right. up as. So right. I hope those guidelines kinda
1: Is there anything else? Have we missed anything?
0: Well, I can't imagine, but I'm sure I'll
1: get okay. emails. Okay. So you mentioned, and, and <laughs> by the way, if you're a nut, don't call us or emails. But, uh, you know, there are some practices that are violence-based. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole like, SMN, uh,
0: stuff. Right.
1: It's okay? just out there. The bondage and all that stuff. Uh, I definitely say that's a no. No. Okay because that's not what God created, okay? You're getting into a perversion there. And if you find yourself saying, "Well, I want to be whipped and I want to be spanked and I want to be choked and all that stuff," you need to go back to the Lord and really examine your relationship there and and ask him to help you with that because that's that's once again going that's into
0: messed up stuff. that's going
1: into a fantasy world.
0: Well, and I think if you just keep the picture of your marriage bed as a representation between the love of Christ that he has for the church and vice versa, that should just paint a beautiful picture that you're going to think, oh, yeah, if I start bringing in all this other stuff, you're really convoluting a beautiful love story. Right. Does that make sense? It does. All right. Well, those are our, th- our thoughts on that. So um,
1: so, so, marriage or, or sex with your unbelieving spouse is not undefiled. No. And then we got the list of everything else. And we got else. a list
0: of other other areas that are definite knows in scripture. Um, there's a case for oral sex, but again, if one partner is not interested, then you respect that partner. And obviously, you know the Lord knows if you have that desire and she doesn't, or vice versa. Normally, the, the guy has the desire, and the gal's just like, "Are you kidding me? You know, I don't even know what to do with that." So. Um, Just pray. Don't force her because she's not, no amount of force is going to draw her closer to you. You know, so God is a part of your marriage bed. Keep it holy. And until next time, um, we're Eric and Jolene Engel.